We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome to Cody and Gold on 610 Sports Radio. On today's show, I went on the roundtable with Josh and Bob this morning, so I forgot to write an intro. I bet you they'll argue about the playoff seating and Gold will be like, it's not fair. And then Cody will be like, no, it's fine. Uh, Pete Sweeney at 11 o'clock. Now two guys that are, I don't know, probably going to like bust each other's chops all day or something. Cody Tapp and Alex Gold. (laughs) Wow. Maximum great, effort today. Great effort on Friday. It oh, is whatever. a red Friday. Uh-huh. Really strong I was here. I was effort. here at 8.15 today. What time did you guys get into the There office? is no chance you were here at 8.15 today. I was here at 8.15 today. I am the first person in the office wow. between the three of us. 8.17, actually. Every day. And you're never here by 8.17. I'm here at 8.17 often. You are consistently between 8.25 and 8.35. I always leave my house at 7, in between 7.55 and 8 o'clock. Yeah. And Ferris, we we had a work appointment. We were working as well. That sounds vague. We we appreciate you taking care of things for us prior to our arrival today. We had a business meeting. It was very important. Who did you meet with? Not important. Very important meeting. Why won't you guys say who you met with? Super secretive. I don't know. What's it matter? What's it matter to you? Why do you need to know All everything know about is, my personal I life? I want to know why you, you guys didn't stroll. Why you guys strolled into the studio at nine thirty? Because we had a business appointment. A business appointment that we, affected. Fine, you want to tell you to prepare was, You want to tell you yeah. was. Yeah, we had an interview with our future producer when you leave for Arrowhead. Pride. <laughs> <laughs> We're we, starting to vet candidates now. We, just in case you leave for Arrowhead Pride, when Pete Sweeney's going to join us at eleven o'clock, when one day he's going to join us at eleven and tell us he's taking you over there full time, we have to have backup plans. So we were meeting with potential future producers. And how'd it go? Went great. <laughs> it went great. Super qualified. Really nice. You yeah. know. It was it was great. It went less good. money than you. It was like everything you'd want. <laughs> Is he bigger than me? Yeah, um, would beat you in a fight. Yeah, I think so. You know, all of those things. I think that's a that's a good way to put it. Uh, we are going to have Pete Sweeney, as I said, join us at eleven o'clock in studio. A rare in studio sign. That's because, of course, the schedule has been moved around a little bit this week, as the Chiefs now will take on the Raiders tomorrow uh, afternoon. Uh, which sounds weird to say, too, by the way. It's Friday like, tomorrow afternoon. Yeah, that's right there. Playing Saturday. It's that last it's, week yeah, of the season. You know, know we get those Saturday games I in there. Look, uh, yesterday, we, we knew at some point there would be some news from the NFL in regards to what they were going to do officially. We have official word on part of it, which is, we know, Cincinnati and Buffalo, that game is not being made up. That is done. There's no going back on that. There's going to be a vote coming up at 11 o'clock with NFL owners to vote on what was the proposed solution to figuring this mess out in terms of playoff implications and all the scenarios that were thrown out. By now, most of you probably know what the NFL competition committee did approve, which is the idea that there is a neutral site element to AFC title games, depending on certain scenarios, right? Sure. How does it impact Kansas City? Well, if the Chiefs win, they're assured the one seed. If they beat the Raiders tomorrow, they're insured the one seed. They would host the AFC title game against everybody 
except Buffalo if Buffalo beats the Patriots on Sunday, which Buffalo's like eight-point favorites. Very likely that Buffalo, especially with the great news that came out about an hour and a half ago, which he, is DeMar Hamlin is speaking to the team. The breathing tube's been removed. He, he flexed fa- on he, camera for yeah, them. He FaceTimed yeah, the team. I mean, awesome, awesome news. And my goodness, it does feel like they're going to just destroy the Patriots on Sunday. Yeah, it does. I mean, I, I mean, my goodness. So with that said, the home field going to neutral site only applies if it's Chiefs versus Buffalo, not if it's Chiefs versus Cincinnati which was at one point in time something that was being considered, that they were going to make any game involving all three neutral site. Now, if Kansas City loses and Buffalo loses and Cincinnati wins, then you get in a scenario once again where all of a sudden the neutral site for all the games between those three teams comes into play. You know my feeling on this yesterday when we were talking about the scenarios. I'm not a huge fan of this whatsoever. Um, you I, can I, be stronger than that. You hate it. Yeah. Well, I was getting into it, man. I was, I was getting into it. <laughs> I don't like it. Uh, I, I think when you have situations that come up that you already have a plan. Yes, believe it or not, Joe Mixon even brought it to our attention last night, Bengals running back. There was already a rule in place for if you can't make up a game. We all agreed yesterday and earlier in the week that the simplest solution actually to alleviate any of this, did my team get screwed? Did your team get screwed? Let's play the game. Play the damn game. We know that's not happening. So what was the solution after that? Well, it turns out the, the league actually does have that. In their rule book, if a game is canceled, a team standings in its division or its conference, qualifications for wild card rounds and all that shall be determined on the basis of final record. And yet, we're just ignoring that. We're okay, just so completely ignoring that. And we're so off that to a good is, start. So that is my frustration with it. Absolutely. Why are we ignoring that? That is not something that makes any sense to me. This is a great start. Because that argument is my least favorite one. Matter of fact, I think it's the dumbest argument in favor of anything you say. Because you know what? Just saying, hey, there's a rule that exists that allows us to do this. Good news for you. There's also a rule in here that allows them to have the meetings they had, make the decisions they made, and do that. The rules are not one is more important or one is valued higher. They don't rank them one through 1,000 rules. And this one is 99, and this one's 999. Rules in a rule book have equal value. The rule in the rule book that allows them to change these things is equally as valuable as the one that says under, because to me, that rule was never, this is how I think the NFL is thinking about it, this is how I view it. The NFL made that rule never thinking that it was about the cancellation of a game because a guy almost died. They went to the rule that more closely followed that. The rule that says there are special circumstances happening in our league And this rule allows us to make special circumstances surrounding it. If anything, the rule that pertains to that is more in line with what's happening here than the one that just talks about canceling a game, probably because like a blizzard rolled through towns or someone missed their flight. I don't care what the reasons would have been that they canceled it. And in addition to that, I don't understand why we're making a big deal about that now when the rule during the COVID year said, if you don't have enough players, you forfeit. And you know what they did? They didn't forfeit. They kept playing on Tuesday and Wednesday. And moving stuff back. Nobody seemed no. to have a problem See, now, playing games now then. We're, now we're moving facts around, though. So That's we, not we moving wanna, a fact if we, around. If we want to go that route, we can go that route as well. You're right. The NFL did say that if games are available to be played because COVID issues a couple of years ago, that they would forfeit. You know why they didn't forfeit them early in the year? Because they didn't change that policy till later on in the season. And so that's why it didn't come into play. They actually did have a policy that at some point it would have cost you games. The reason why we never saw it play out that way, that was not the policy. Because the they changed it the in the middle of the year. Weird. You can change rules January 5th. It's fine. That's what I'm telling you. 
The circumstances are the same. I'm not, a big, fan of, I'm are, not a big fan of creating new problems, though. And it sounds like if a rule already exists, you're okay with them creating a much bigger headache than actually needs to be created. They have it already there that said they did not need to do what they actually did. You're saying that you're okay with them yes. making the change, and that's fine. But so as long as you're open with I, rules being changed all the time, then. See, that always it, takes it so far. Like, I just think that now they're going to decide it, uh, you can't throw the ball forward. It's only backwards passes. I don't think that's going to be the case. I really think that – I honestly think, like, as much as we disagreed about this, because we're clearly on different sides, I really think it comes down to – I think when – because I know that I'm on the – I know I'm in the minority especially in Kansas City. I know I'm in the minority. I, I don't that think, I think the, the Chiefs made out very... Outside of KC, though. I think people agree with you outside of KC. I, I think that Kansas City made out great. That they got 90% of what they wanted in this deal, especially not knowing what the outcome of that game would have been. But I, like, I think the simple disagreement is... Like, honestly, I think the difference is some people want to put this in a category of these two events, the DeMar Hamlin and... The reason why the game would cancel are related. Therefore, they should be treated as they are related, which is what I think the NFL is doing. And the the thing you had said yesterday, which is, okay, now this is football stuff. Yep. We have numbers and records and everything stands. Now what we do, forget about the DeMar Hamlin thing when we're deciding football things. And to me, I actually think the NFL is okay to say, we can't decide the football thing without factoring in what circumstances led to those incidents. I just think they're forever related. I don't think you yeah, can separate I, them. I, I, I understand the desire to separate them, but I have a hard time doing that. Yeah, I just, even with, with that and then tying the rules, I just, if we do have rules, though, but we're willing to just rip them up all the time when it comes to the NFL, then truly, like, then what, what, why, why are we... Why are we okay with it? We 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 criticize the NFL. It's all, not all the time. We, this we was, do criticize. This you and I both have been guilty of this, Cody. We all the time. So we've been doing this show for a couple years, and multiple times we have crushed the NFL for saying, "quote They just make up things on the fly," and we're critical of it. But so, so I'm just saying, like, let's not act like all of a sudden, like you've been pro the NFL gets to decide. All of a sudden, I'm supposed to believe the NFL is just so caring, man. They're just they're just so caring that they didn't change the schedule. They didn't do the makeup because of the kindness of their heart, not because they didn't want to mess up their damn TV oh, schedule. No, I don't think that they not just because did they all didn't want to mess, up, mess up their revenue or anything like that. My my big thing from the very beginning on this has been: you're right. There there are the real life things that matter. Demar Hamlin's health. And again, the great update that we got an hour and a half ago, and everybody's very thankful for that. And and honestly, the way it's trending, he might be out of the hospital very soon, which is amazing considering everything that happened on, on Monday night. But there are still football consequences to not finishing football games. You can't. I I can. Maybe maybe not people. I can. I can separate the two. I can't. And, and that's and, the and difference. And that's fine. So, but but I, I'm willing to do that. And the decision not to finish the game does still have football consequences. When I look, one team played 17 games, one didn't. And I think if you're looking at the consequences that are now happening for other teams, I think it was a overcorrection to help Buffalo and, and f- make them feel better in this scenario. You're Clearly you disagree with that, but that's what I believe has and gone on by here. The way- because you're right, Kansas City out of this new scenario – you know, you know why? And you're right. You said they're in their best shape out of everybody. They got the they, best well, deal out of every they, team involved. They did. 
Because they should, Cody. They have, they're going to finish, if they beat the Raiders, with 14 wins, more wins than anybody else in the AFC. And they played 17 yeah, games. But they didn't, so they, they, they should finish. Like We're acting like, man, the NFL did the Chiefs a favor suddenly. No, that's because the Chiefs were in line for the number one seed if you don't play 17 games. But that's implying that like the Chiefs earned it more because they played 17 games, which is, again, why I can't separate the two incidents. I refuse to say that the re- – well, they only played 16, but I know why they only played 16. Like, I can't separate those two things. And, again, Kansas City gets literally everything out of this except for maybe having to play a neutral site game. As a matter of fact, they get some side benefits where they could play a neutral site AFC championship game that would have never happened. Simply would have never happened. If they lose this game, they lose this Week 18 game, there's still a chance that they're going to host a new, they're going to get to be in a neutral site AFC Championship game. If the Bills and Bengals had played, that was never, ever, ever possible because somebody would have won the Bills and Bengals game, and that team in Week 18 would have been the one seed. So it's like it's not even plausible that that was going to be the case. So it's like I understand. I understand that it doesn't seem in a way like if I if I were any team that was upset, it'd probably be Cincinnati. Well, yeah, they got the biggest. They got the short because for to sure. me, they're treating Buffalo more than fair. They're giving them an opportunity to play a neutral site game. They're still making the play this, but they're not completely non benefiting them. They're mostly just putting them in the same spot, except for, hey, if you get to the AFC title game, you didn't get the buy. You're not guaranteed a bunch of home games. You win your game this week. You get to the AFC title game. You'll get to play a neutral site instead of travel to Kansas City. So there and that's a benefit. I'm not denying that it's a benefit. I, I worry a little bit, and I think the NFL too, I worry a little bit about, you know, how that game will feel because it won't feel like a normal AFC title game. But at the same time, those two teams will still be playing for the Super Bowl. So it's hard for me to imagine that there won't be juice on a game yeah, that is still sure playing that, I, for a Super Bowl. I'm sure there would be. Like, you mentioned Cincinnati, and I agree. I think they – and this is why the NFL, the owners are going to vote in like 45 minutes, and there's some talk that there could be some amendments to the proposal – potentially on what's going on with Cincy, not necessarily the neutral site stuff for the Chiefs and the Bills, but that the NFL owners might decide not to do this coin flip to decide Baltimore. If, let's say, the Baltimore Ravens beat Cincinnati, the the decision right now is that they would flip a coin to determine who hosts the wild card game, which is crazy. They're talking about that. Well, truly, though, let's I'll, I'll play along, and, and it looks like it's going to happen where the Chiefs and Bills game, if they were to play, is going to be a neutral site. Why is the Bills-Cincinnati divisional round game matchup not a neutral site because they're playing they played the same number of games and they'll have a different record like i mean I, you know like to me you can, i feel like that's where it's giving the benefit can, to buffalo more than anything like that to me is now what you said like let's say the, what's decided is already decided now you're adding another complication to it because deciding between those two teams you can do under the old format they played the same number of games. You can decide all the normal tiebreakers you would under any but other circumstance. But it seems like we're, we're giving the benefit on one end to Buffalo, but then we're not going to give it to Cincinnati. How's that, how's that any different? I Because... If we're willing... You just told me we can make up rules whenever, and we can change rules whenever. You why, can. Why not? Why aren't we making the Bills-Cincinnati divisional round you, game also? They experienced the terrible situation on Monday night as well. It was on their home field. You can, but there's an equal way to judge them. They played 16 games, or they will have played 16 games. There's an equal way to judge them, so you don't have to. I'm not saying you can't. I'm just saying you, you don't have to. They're the only teams in which there's not an equal way to judge them that would have impacted the post. Because like, under that argument, Gold, it's like, why not make them all neutral site? Well, I mean, if you really want to know my opinion on the whole neutral site thing, yeah, I mean, I think we, we might as well, if we're going to be making change, we might as well. 
Might as well just change the entire playoff format this year then. See, then I mean, that's, were talking you're like, crazy well, it's complicated. About, Let's just make it really crazy. I'm like, well, I don't like that. I mean, well, I, I don't, I don't like where it's at right now either. I mean, like, I just, I'm just, if we're going to, if, if we're just going to be good with changing it, we might as well just blow the whole thing up this year. See, as well. I don't think so. And I like, I like, I understand like that to me, that sounds like someone who's just frustrated with the results. So like, oh, screw it all. Like, I didn't get what I want. You sound a little bit like, I didn't get what I wanted, so I hope nobody gets anything no, they want. No, I've been want. saying this for three days, long before this decision was made. No, but I, but that's what it, but you knew that it was always going to impact Kansas City. Saying that you thought this for three days doesn't do it, because you knew forever that if they decided there was no game. I'm just not a fan of everybody gets a participation trophy and everybody gets to be happy and dude, life is still going to have to play the football game. They are. And th- this is the thing. I understand, like, the participation trophy part of this, I don't understand. They're still going to have to play NFL football games. And also... I don't care. If that's how I get looked, if you guys want to call me wokey tap today or this, <laughs> having humanity is not a bad thing. And I won't apologize for thinking of people at a time and just being like, sorry, yeah, football, but, football, screw that. Yeah, I like the, people. I care about them. And yeah, I think that it's fair side, people to that, do that. People that are looking at it from a football lens, because that's the point we're on are also not terrible people either. And I think that's the flip side is absolutely ridiculous as well. I mean, we, we, we can go on that in opposite end as well. Does, everybody that thinks the Chiefs shouldn't be playing a neutral site game aren't crappy people either. No, and I certainly so. don't think that. I just say, like, somehow it's a negative if you want to think about, like I said, some people can. Some can separate the two incidents. There's DeMar Hamlin and there's football, and I think that they are together. They are one thing. And I don't think thinking of, like, because to me, you have not given some massive benefit to Buffalo. And I don't like, you know, and again, nobody's, there's very few people, but the people who are like, well, Cincinnati was going to win that game anyway. Excuse me. Are you really about here to tell me that you can make a determination on a football game after 10 minutes into it? The Chiefs led Denver 27 to nothing and almost lost that game. They led a playoff game by 30 and lost it. Let's not make some preconceived notions on two and a half drives of an NFL game. So I'm not. Yeah, and I haven't said that either. No, I, I know. I, that, one, that one I wouldn't put on I, here. I, that, that game, we were three, yeah, we were three possessions in we saying know we know what the result is. No, but it's just like. I don't think we can also determine that for sure. And I think what we are doing is that Buffalo would have, I think we are doing what no. Buffalo would have no. won though. Actually, That's how I this don't. I think, gone. no, I think this format is the multiverse. They have poetically created a situation where all the things that could have happened if that game got played can still happen. Because if that game were to play, could, would have been played. Baltimore still could have won their division. They could have still had a home playoff game. Uh, Buffalo still could have played in the AFC title game. Cincinnati still could have been the one seed. They're creating all the scenarios that could have occurred if that game was played. I know it's complicated, but in a weird way, they are just creating the like the the space-time continuum line. Here's what would have happened if this happened. Here's what would have happened if this happened. And they're allowing the different results of the butterfly effect to create itself. It is complicated. I told you from the beginning, I wouldn't have had, I wouldn't have been hard on the NFL today if what they had decided was we're just doing this based on win percentage. I would have understood that that was, by all intents, the easiest possible solution to the problem once they decided they weren't going to play this game. I still would have just preferred they played the game and pushed the playoffs back, but I understand that the NFL, while doing something somewhat humane and helping out Buffalo in this situation, is also a business and is unwilling to move their playoff things. They're an imperfect entity. There's no doubt about that. What's your thought on just the neutral side, away from what looks like will be the decision from from the NFL? So neutral site location... Like the NFL playing a neutral site, we don't know the location. We don't have to be Indy, Atlanta, Houston, Vegas, whatever it may be. I, I do think it is not crazy to think that if this neutral site goes well, let's say it ends up being a neutral site because it's Chiefs Bills. Uh, 
if this neutral site goes well and everybody's, man, what a cool, it's 50-50 crowd and what a great atmosphere. And they're like, wait a second here. We, wait a second. Can we not, wait a second. Can we get some corporate sponsors? Can we, can we plan this out years and years in advance? Can we just rotate this around? I have the, a year before, the, year, the year before you host the Super Bowl, you also get a, the year before to get ready for the Super Bowl, we're going to let you host the AFC title game. It may sound crazy now to think that NFL owners would agree to it, but let me remind everybody that NFL owners years ago might have sound silly to think we were playing games in Germany, in, in, L, in, in London, in Mexico City, wherever else they decide in the future. It might have seemed crazy 10 years ago that we were going to play every Thursday night and have games every Thursday night after a team played on a Sunday. That all might have sounded crazy. So I don't, I don't think it's nuts to think that if this were to go well, that somebody out of the 32 owners doesn't say, wait a second, can't we make a ton of money and split the revenue across 32 owners. A lot of teams that will never sniff the AFC title game make a lot of money by making this a huge corporate event. So I, I think you're opening yeah. up the door a little bit to that down the road. I don't think it's an if you give a mouse a cookie situation, it feels like a bit of a stretch. Would I put it at a 0% chance? No. The NFL is a business. They are driven by money. I understand that part of it, but I don't think they're going to change that. because And I don't, I don't like – because it's easy to like – Make this seem like football's like, well, you know, they're the only major sport that plays in a neutral site anyway for their championship. Like, well, that's also kind of not true because college football and college basketball are major only sports pro, in this country. Only pro sports, though. Only pro sports. No, but I mean, the, the NBA sport, finals yes, but, are not playing in one but those are those are decidedly different championship games. They play seven-game series in those sports. That's apple. This is the, this is the epitome of apples to oranges. No, you but if your argument is that like MLS that, plays the, the, neutral site, why aren't we considering them? Yeah, but if we're if we're the argument though is that like the NFL is different than other sports, that's fine. Well, then exactly they are different. So why why if your argument is that well the NBA doesn't do neutral site for or these other leagues yeah. don't do neutral site for conference title games, they these other leagues also are the NFL is so unique that the Super Bowl is yeah, a neutral I, site. I don't think though. that I would look at it that way. And so I I don't know. I mean, it seems like it's a bit of a stretch if we're being honest. I don't feel like they're going to go down that road. I. Like, to me, I really do view this as, because you're like, hey, they can just change rules whenever they want, and here comes neutral side things. And I just think of this as a one-time freak occurrence in which they're making special circumstances for it. I don't think that they're going to just start making a, a, every AFC and NFC title game a neutral side game. Maybe I'm, uh, maybe I'm uh, too pie in the sky on that regard. It feels like if that were to ever happen, it's so far away. Wouldn't it surprise me is all I'm not predicting it's happening in the next few years. Yeah. Uh, but it would definitely not surprise way, me. Let's just agree that the one stadium we don't want the Chiefs playing in is Indy. <laughs> I don't want the Chiefs team anywhere near that building. That building is cursed for Kansas City. Stay away. Hashtag anywhere but Indy. As a matter of fact, I don't care what city they played in. I don't care if they played in Chicago outside in Chicago January. Anywhere but Indy I mean, is I, where I want them to play that neutral site AFC title game if it happens. I mean, I would love the neutral site being outdoors, but I think don't we all kind of know that that's probably unlikely? It's like almost guaranteed. You know, it's weird that they're all outdoor venue. teams who could be in there, I so know. why not? There's no You're not actually disadvantaging them. All three of these teams would have played in an outdoor stadium in January. In fe- you know, like it was going to happen anyway. But if the NFL had its choice to avoid any potential issue with weather or anything, yeah. why would they set up the scenario where they? What if a keep- blizzard hit and they had to move yeah. the game again? Yeah. I mean, that's why everybody's throwing out Minneapolis or Indy or Atlanta or Vegas or whatever. Or New maybe. Orleans or I Houston. Told, the one that doesn't make any sense. Detroit to me is the one that can't happen, and that's just because the Buffalo Bills have played there twice already this season. I know the Chiefs played in Indy once this year, but you can't have the Bills go into a place that they've played what we are third time this season. And that's, you can't call that a neutral site. Also Detroit is pretty close to Buffalo.
I guess that part. Like, are you really going to try to choose a midpoint? I don't know. It's such a bizarre, obviously unprecedented. I thought we were through the unprecedented stuff when we lived through the COVID sports years where things were weird and baseball was playing 60-game seasons and NFL spent entire seasons playing without fans or limited fans. Felt like we were maybe kind of past that during that moment. The let's see things that never happened. But no, this, and this is truly one of those, you would think this is not going to come up again for a long time because we spent a long time playing football and this is the one incident in which it occurred like this. There are other people who have died on the field, or been, but like the conditions were different. The circum, They had a heart condition. This was as a direct result of what happened. And thankfully, keep getting good news on DeMar Hamlin yeah, every day. Absolutely. Fantastic. I just I don't want them playing in Indy. I would prefer <laughs> I would prefer Detroit. Really? Anywhere but Indy, man. Yeah. Anywhere but that that stadium in the playoffs in Kansas City. Mahomes has been able to single-handedly knock out any of the dumb things you used to care about as a Chiefs fan. Like you can't have this thing or what if happens here or if they play huge, like the the home playoff whatever, right? All the streaks that stood in their way for 20 years of like the the curses that you felt like were part of the Chiefs organization, they died. When Andy and Mahomes got together, except Andy, that one lives. I, I think the text line brings up a really good point. I know we have to go to break here, but um, from yep. the 913, Wokey Tap at his finest, if it was up to Cody, we would just give them all trophies. Is that true, Cody? Do you wish that— That's not what I said! How many teams do you wish could win the Super Bowl this year? One. And which team? <laughs> the Chiefs. But if they could give a Super Bowl to the Chiefs, the Bengals, and the Bills, no, would you take it? No, I would not do that. I mean, they look, still have to uh, we, play these football games. We definitely already know, like, America's team throughout the postseason. We understand oh, that. It's going to be Buffalo. That's understood. Uh, if the Chiefs play the Bills, we know where 99% of the country is going to be rooting for. We already know that, no matter where they're playing the game. that's Everyone that's is going a, to be behind Buffalo yeah. for the rest of the year. Yeah. It's actually kind of weird because, like, the one situation. Just put them in the Super Bowl already. You find you're, because as a Chiefs fan, you're supposed to root against Buffalo this weekend. Well, yeah, I am. It feels Sorry. weird. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. The NFL's done that. The NFL's created that. You're blaming the NFL for this? Yes. For the hate in your heart? Why? You're just saying this is the NFL's fault? Why would I want to, if I wanted to make this all a moot point, all this argument you and I have had for the last 24 <laughs> it's hours, just dead. Buffalo loses on Sunday and the Chiefs win and it's all over. It doesn't yeah. matter. It's just a normal postseason so, and yeah, we would have wasted all of our breath. I'm rooting for that. Absolutely. Coming up next, there is some crazy playoff scenarios this weekend. A lot at stake. We'll go through some of those big-time matchups, and Cody will tell us what could actually be worse this weekend. There's Kelsey to the end zone. Cody and Gold brought to you by Gan Asphalt and Concrete. For asphalt, concrete, and parking lot maintenance, Gan Asphalt and Concrete. One contractor, all things parking lot. Trusted in Kansas City since 1994. Online at gannasphalt.com. Don't miss the Chiefs Red Half Hour every day at 1130 on your official broadcast partner of the Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Back here on Cody and Gold, just getting started on a Friday. Hope everybody's having a good start to the Red Friday. We're going to be joined by Pete Sweeney in about 25 minutes from Arrowhead Pride. 
Also, Nick's notable notes here in about 15 minutes we, or so. We were in the break talking about where the sites could possibly be. And we said if it's in Nashville, Nick, do you think Vinny would let us crash with him? No. Yeah, I'm sure his fiance would love that. What? We're not. We're tidy people. We take care of ourselves. What's the problem here? Why don't you, you're, you, you know what, dude? There is not a bigger freeloader on the planet than you. Like, God forbid you have to splurge and get a hotel room, you know? Bigger freeloader on earth. Carrington Harrison works in this oh, building. Oh, man. Just wow. I will not hear those Listen, things from if me. if I'm going to talk smack on you, I'm going to do it to your face. Well, he, he's not here yet. Oh, he's going to walk in here in about 15 minutes. Man. I'll defend my comment. Is there somebody who tries to He once asked Nick for free Kansas basketball tickets that were on StubHub for like $13. All right? I mean, I don't want to make this about Carrington. There was the whole rib incident as well. But you you But anyway, (laughs) man, this guy, throw it on their bus. Can't even defend himself. No. no. Um, But yeah, I'm going to go ahead and say that um, the answer, I would respectfully, would probably be a no. Also, Nashville, that stadium's a dump. Let's tell me they're not planning on playing the neutral site there. Nashville's a great city. And you're the not stadium's... going anyway. Who, you me? Never, you never yeah. know. If I had a free place to say, you don't know. I can you're do gonna, things. You're going to drive? Why do you, need to go, why do you need to be there? I don't need to be there. Why do you want to be there? It's an AFC title game. Yeah. Those tend to be kind of yeah. cool games. Kind of a neutral I also, site. It'd be the I also, worst AFC title thing, game ever. I if, kind of like going to the Freakazoid games. Like, I went to the Royals opening day in the COVID year when literally nobody was there but, like, 12 people. Don't, don't, I like going to, the like, the bazaar. Is it because you're nasty, boy? That's why. <laughs> I, mean, I just like think, going to the weirdo I mean, games. Nothing will beat, like, a home atmosphere in Buffalo or Kansas City. But don't you think, as much as I'm against the neutral site, that there is a chance if it was a neutral site and it was close, like, 60-40 or 50-50, that that could also be kind of cool? Uh-uh. No? no, okay. Actually, no, I think it will suck. I think it will suck. I like the weird games. Like I went to the weird thing. Like you're acting like it's just going to be a bunch of Colts fans at the game in Indianapolis. I wish <laughs> you know what that that should be the rule. If you're going to play it at a neutral site, then only fans from that city can attend. <laughs> Let's actually put it in whatever city doesn't make it. So if it's going to be that, then the game is played in either Buffalo or Cincinnati yes. if they don't make it. Yeah, I like that. Their fans <laughs> have to show up to watch an AFC title game that doesn't include them. Mm-hmm. Can we add a new caveat? Could to you say, imagine? Yeah. Yeah. Kansas yeah, City and Buffalo. I mean, the Chiefs are potentially, if Buffalo makes it, not going to have a chance to host their fifth straight AFC title game despite being warranted to do so. So if the Chiefs get knocked out, are you saying the Arrowhead should host the game no matter what? Because yes. the Arrowhead Invitational. Yeah, and Bills and, and Bengals fans Just, can't come. They c- <laughs> Only us. No Chiefs fans would show Because up. we were robbed. No Chiefs fans would show up. If they lost the week before to Buffalo or Cincinnati and then the game was here, no Chiefs fans would show up. I would show, show up. up. You know why? Because I just love ball. Again, I like <laughs> I like the weirdo games. I'd be interested in going to that game because it makes no sense. Anyway, we'll find out uh, here in about uh, within the next hour as the owner meetings begin, and I'm sure some stuff will leak out on maybe some tweaks that could happen and what the final vote uh, is going going to be but there's some massive playoff implications anyway before all this there was going to be a lot at stake this weekend playoff clinching scenarios I mean the Eagles if they win against the Giants they uh, clinch the the NFC East or if Dallas loses for example the the Eagles clinch the number one seed with a win as well we know you can go and take a look at the 49ers who have a game against Arizona they can actually still get the number one seed if they win and Philadelphia loses. So there, there's still some crazy scenarios on the NFC side. On the AFC side, one that I'm going to be kind of keep an eye on is going to be the Baltimore game and how it impacts the Chargers because the Chargers don't play till 325 our time and they're playing Denver in Denver, I think it is. And if the Ravens lose before, I believe the seeding's already locked up, like there's in the fifth seed for yeah. the Chargers. I know we, we're already talking about scenarios with division 
already being done for Cincy. But there still is seeding. If you're Baltimore and you win, you have a chance at the five. And you would much if, rather be the five this year. Yeah. So much rather. Play the Jags or the Titans. And you'll know before your game who your opponent is, too. So that's the one I'm watching. The Chargers, what I'm saying is may not even have to win, may not even matter what happens in their game, depending on what Baltimore and Cincinnati do. I think that that between between that and Tennessee are the most interesting because the Jags should be, this should be their playoff year. You go out and lose to Josh Dobbs. You do that. You open up the door to let another team in. I can't believe it. I mean, I'll be lying because the Chiefs could be the two seed or actually they can't be worse than the two seed. So who ends up in the seven? I think should be of interest to Kansas City, whether it's going to be the Patriots beating Buffalo, which would open up a completely different door for Kansas City, then you don't care as much about the seventh seed. Or more importantly, if it ends up being the Steelers or if it ends up being Miami, you should be interested in the team that ends up in that spot because it very well could end up being the team that you play. And you want to know whether or not those teams even look mediocre before we're going there. I can't believe that at this point, the Eagles could still lose the one seed. I understand that's what happens when you lose your starting quarterback for a couple of years, but the 49ers have had their starting quarterback out since week one, and they've had their backup quarterback this, after him out since what, week eight? So this would be week three of Minshew, correct? If he ends up starting, Jalen Hurts was limited in practice. Yeah. We haven't got an official word yet. The, the one, though, I don't get with the scheduling for the NFL long before any of this stuff this week. So they moved the Packers and Lions game to yeah. Sunday Night Football, which is cool. But there's a chance the Lions could be playing for nothing by the time it gets there still. If Seattle wins earlier in the day, or excuse me, if Seattle loses earlier in the day, I'm sorry. If they Seattle, would only be playing spoiler. Correct. Yeah. Which I guess that's fun. Uh, but in terms of both teams, whoever wins the game Sunday night and they're in, the only way that happens, if, if Seattle wins and the Lions beat the Packers, then Detroit's in. If Detroit wins plus the Seattle loss, then it's a little bit different. So in our best case so. scenario, we're all kind of rooting against Seattle, I guess, in this situation. Are you in for Detroit to get in? I don't know. I mean, I think it's no, I just kind of like the, the idea. Just I just game. want the last game yeah. of the regular season to be against two teams playing for a playoff spot. That's all. I just find that infinitely more interesting. I understand two play a playoff spot will be on the line either way. Because if Seattle wins, then the playoff spot is either going to go to the Packers if they win, or Seattle's going to be sitting there chomping their teeth, hoping that, you know, Detroit comes through for them and knocks them out of the playoffs. From a Chiefs perspective, I'm not worried about who gets into the final spot of the NFC. The only yeah. team that would really scare you is maybe if Aaron Rodgers just gets hot. Yeah, you don't even worry about the whole NFC. Can't it's worry it's more fun to watch that. I mean, you're not. It's more just like, like yes, I'm going to watch yeah, the <laughs> ship go down. I don't really care about who's in it right no, now. You, you should be focusing on who's going to end up as the seventh seed in the AFC, right? Does Pittsburgh have the scenarios fall in place that they need? They're going to play Cleveland. Uh, coming up this weekend and obviously keeping an eye on what happens with the Patriots bills game because the Patriots win, they get the seventh seed. We all think Buffalo's winning that football game. So then you're really down to Miami who plays the jets who are going to start Joe Flacco. That news came out this morning. No Mike white or Zach Wilson. So Joe Flacco and the jets trying to play spoiler and beating the Miami dolphins who are going to run out what Skylar Thompson and then Mike Glennon's the backup, something like that. That sounds like a miserable football game to watch. Talk about the least enjoyed. Like, if we were doing the spotlight games and we were ranking every matchup, that one might be last. I have no interest in watching a matchup between Joe Flacco I mean, he does have playoff and Skyler implications. And you I might, don't want to could watch still that. potentially end Maybe up. this is why Bill Snyder blocked me, but I'm not interested. Oh, like, yeah. is Joe Flacco's old? No, just because... You're older than Joe Flacco is. I would say is. Joe Flacco, a quarterback, is much... Joe Flacco is. Joe Flacco, watching him play quarterback, is far more appealing oh, than, man, Zach I am older than, Joe Flacco. than Zach Wilson. Not by much. I'm only older than Joe Flacco by like four months. He actually has my mom's birthday. Zach Wilson, future Chiefs backup quarterback. 
No. I'd rather have Jameis Winston. You're not Winston. ready for that Jameis conversation. Winston back up next year. I just want to... I just want the quotes from Jameis all, during training camp. I just want them to get the... You know, their version of the guy that they just drafted 23 and he just lives here for 10 years. Like, he's never good enough to actually leave. He just is the backup permanently. <laughs> I want that one. That's my backup so choice currently. You don't think Shane Bouchelle can be that? Maybe. Fine. I don't care if it's him. Just anybody. I'm done with the, like, let's have 47-year-olds on the, the roster. Oh, didn't you say oh, that was right early in the season during training camp? Didn't I you, said you could just go to Shane Bouchelle you, and walk on him. I think you said Also, I was Chad right. Henney. Chad Henney hasn't played at all. It would have been fine. It wouldn't have hey, mattered. Knock on wood. We didn't, we didn't think it mattered until the Browns playoff game a oh, couple years yeah, ago. That's fair. We didn't think it mattered. It's that moment when you don't expect it. All of a sudden, can he make you, that one pass to Tyreek Hill? Who do you expect to make that key pass? I, it would be kind of terrifying for like, hey, Shane Bouchel, you just got to make this one pass to win the game, man. Can you do it? That would be pretty terrifying. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I don't think I'd like it. There is one thing like I know that like even Sean Barber's texting us right now in the uh, group chat, which Nick got out of for 2023. He's not in it anymore. I missed the second out. So we were given a first out and I said, yeah, yeah I'm cool. I don't yeah. need to be in. Yes. Then there was a second out, which I missed because I have the notifications muted for that text thread because uh-huh. of the sheer number of texts that come in there. And I missed the second out. So now I'm in the new one and I had to mute that thread now. So I just go and check it occasionally. You had mentioned that Sean Barber had mentioned it. That like, hey, let's still Raiders week. Let's talk about the Raiders. Here, here's a take for you. If they lose this game, it's going to be more embarrassing than losing to the Colts. Because every it's Jared Stidham. You know they're not good. And it's everything you have on the line. It would be embar- it would be so embarrassing to be the first game on Saturday and lose to this Raiders team. Maybe no Josh Jacobs <laughs> who didn't practice yesterday. This would be worse than the Colts loss. I mean, so I, I don't I don't disagree. I'm just laughing. When you were gone last week, Nick brought something up and he said, anytime the Chiefs play a bad opponent, we say it'll be the most embarrassing. That's awesome run. timing. <laughs> the most embarrassing. I don't think last week. <laughs> or the Texans week or whatever. Well, yeah, you weren't here last week. That's what I'm saying. No, Cody always says he says this exact phrase. I refuse to take this game seriously. I stopped that. I learned my lesson. No, he's taking this game seriously. I, I think. think this yeah, game's yeah, yeah, yeah. scary. I don't know how you can't take the game seriously. I do think it'll be closer again. I, I think the Raiders are going to cover the nine and a half points to your point. I agree with you with the embarrassing, but it's like anytime you play a team that you think the Chiefs should beat, it's like it feels like you're I'm in just that saying scenario. like if I if I, but I'm saying we'd have the entirety of the season. Yeah. And if I ranked, let's say they lose this week. And if I ranked their four losses from most to least embarrassing, Raiders one. Colts two. That's still second place. Congrats to them. But that would be it. Would be Raiders, Raiders one. I, I still think it's that everything. Colts, that it's Colts everything. Because that was early in the season. Screw it, man. Bad but losses happen early. Colts, in the season. But look what the Colts are. They ended up firing their head coach. It was. It took special teams blunders. It was. Disc- it was just an ugly football game. But they have gotten worse every second since playing Kansas City. At the moment they played Kansas City, they were no near, nowhere near the complete laughing well, stock. But we just didn't know it yet. They were. We just didn't. <laughs> they were still the same team. We just didn't know it yet. They actually still had Matt Ryan. If you were going to claim that that was better. I don't know. I think it's better. It was better, right? Nick Foles, Matt Ryan. Before he got dinged up a little bit. Either way, where I think I do think you're right for sure is that you've got so much to play for if you're Kansas City. We know that if you do win, you are the one seed. If you win, no matter what happens to Buffalo on Sunday, you win against the Raiders. You've got the bye, which is so important for you to have, and potentially still could host an AFC title game depending on who your opponent is or what happens in the Buffalo game at that point. And knowing that you got a chance to continue the momentum heading into the postseason, imagine the discussion. You think people freak out after Chiefs wins. Imagine the freak out after a week 18 loss that costs you the one seed. And it's because even after all these conversations. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's there's no reason that the, the 
guys aren't up and ready for this game. And I'm sure the Raiders are going to be ready. They're going to play a little spoiler and screw up the Chiefs seating if they come up with a win. Jared Stidham's feeling confident after what he did last week, even in a losing effort to the 49ers. That's the thing. It's like that was Jared Stidham's only start. I know that I'm not supposed to. I'm not. I would still prefer it be Stidham over Derek Carr. I don't like the unknown. Unknowns in NFL make things complicated. Anytime there's like an interim coach or backup quarterback, I don't know how many times we've seen in this world that the the circumstances, especially for a guy like Andy Reid, who likes to be prepared, likes to know what's going on, he's better in the circumstances where things are normal, where everything he can do can be normal. By the way, the NFL did just announce that teams will pay tribute to DeMar Hamlin in the upcoming game. They will do shows of support, field painting, jersey patches, and more. They're going to have quite a bit um, showing for pregame pre-game shirts, shirts, the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. so they'll be unified in supporting DeMar Hamlin, I think. Who did speak to the team today, which is, again, incredible. Or last night, I guess. Yeah, went on FaceTime. I mean, they talk about the, uh, the, the relief that I'm sure that brings the Buffalo Bills organization and his teammates to actually, it's one thing to get the update yesterday, which was great, but to actually hear him and see him speak had to have been an amazing moment uh, in that, in that team meeting as multiple. That's why I keep thinking they're going to destroy the Patriots this week. I mean, I I lean that way as well. I mean, at some point you're just like, how, how do you lose a game like that? They're just going to wreck them. (laughs) I'm I'm with you. It's going to be 40 to three or something. I feel like that's the, the way it's kind of trending. Do you buy in at all that Chiefs fans worry that uh, with the Chiefs Raiders game, that, uh, you know, the NFL, you know, referees and people are going conspiracy. Oh, this you want to say, like, are, are they going to rig I've it? I've seen plenty of it. I've seen plenty of it out there. Now, Jeff uh, Jeffers is not the, the official this weekend. Like, could you imagine? He's not. Just Thank wait God. until he's the ref of a playoff game. If he's the ref of the issue title game, Twitter's going to kill him. He shouldn't me. be allowed to do any playoff games. We said that after, what was that, three weeks ago, four weeks ago, whatever that was. So he shouldn't be allowed to do them. But do you, do you think, like, if you know the first time in this game, fair or not, that there's – a questionable call or anything oh, you yeah. know immediately what the reaction's going to be and the primetime slate there on saturday afternoon the standalone game i should say people are gonna say oh i don't think the nfl's rigged so it's hard for me I to do. say i do i don't either. you do yeah I and either, i want to know but... how many blood sacrifices robert Kraft had to do to get all those super bowl rings like how many people were killed how much dirt did he have on people yeah so i don't think it's rigged but man oh man it'll be uh if there's you know 10 penalties to to two in we favor know. of the Raiders. People are going to Here's be looking thing. at that. We know starting this game for the rest of the postseason, somebody is going to make an excuse. So if since if uh, the Chiefs and the Bills do play and it's a neutral site game, yeah. the Chiefs lose by three, they're going to say, we would have won this game if we were an arrowhead. Well, the flip will happen for and Buffalo, too. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Abs- or if the Bills don't even make it to that game, they're going to blame the fact that they would have been the one seed of this, and it's all tainted. The word tainted is going to get thrown around on a lot of national talk shows, I'm pretty that's sure. A, that's a tricky <laughs> word to throw around, too. <laughs> he said tainted. Yeah, it's very different. <clears throat> it's going to be tossed around. They're always going to be looking for some version that says Nick's, this is illegitimate. Nick's word over there, man. It's a Friday. Man. It's been a while since we got fully off the rails. You guys want to start drinking? It's Friday, Nick. Oh, wait. No, sorry. It's dry January, man. I remember drink. I didn't. I, I, I was going to take talk it about it like every day. Somehow we do. Yeah. Is it an everyday conversation in your normal life or just on this show? No, it is. You got to remind myself up. Oh, that would be fun to do <laughs> if I could have a beer. Not so much. Yeah. Next time. How many days you got left? <laughs> Too many to start counting. Someone's yeah. right. You should have done February, man. Less days. <laughs> yeah, should have done February. February. Uh, that would have really Let's get it. to Nick's notes. Gotta write something down. Nick's notable notes. 
All right, guys. Um, you know what? Let's do a choose-your-own-adventure here because I have a couple different things that will take us in uh, different directions. So we could do what I had prepared on Jim Harbaugh and the news that came out yesterday in twofolds. Let's or, do that. Uh, or you could do mystery door number two. Let's do Harbaugh. Cody, what's your vote? Well, I wanted to talk about Harbaugh today, so can we do him? Okay. Can we, we can... do both? Is there time for both? Uh, we'll see. Let's see how long the uh, Harbaugh conversation lasts us. Yesterday at 3.02 p.m., Harbaugh released a statement through the University of Michigan, basically trying to quell any concerns that he would leave Mm -hmm. for another job. Here is what the exact statement said. Quote, I am aware of the rumors and speculation over the past few days. College and NFL teams have great interest in all of our personnel, from players to coaches to staff, which is a testament to the strength of our University of Michigan football program. As I stated in December, while no one knows what the future holds, I expect that I will be enthusiastically coaching Michigan in 2023. I have spoken with the president and athletic director and appreciate their support of me and our program. Our mission as Wolverines continues. We are preparing for the 2023 season with great passion and enthusiasm. Blah, 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 uh, those who stay will be champions. At no point during that <laughs> does he say he's staying? Does he stay? I am staying. So this is basically this is basically like a recruit reopening their recruitment and saying hashtag he's going to the NFL. He's also apparently getting hit with NCAA violations today. today, A level one violation for not cooperating. Well, that was part of my notes. Yeah. Then 20 minutes later at 3.23 p.m., the report came out that he is being hit with several violations, including a level one violation, which is the most serious for misleading investigators for alleged misconduct during COVID-19 and then the the dead recruiting period. So it's odd that that report came out 20 minutes after he announced that I'm probably not leaving, but I might leave. Yeah, I mean, when you say, you know, nobody can predict the future, but I expect, yeah, you're leaving the door open for you. It's that way when you don't, when you do leave for the NFL, nobody can say, but you said you were staying. He'll say, well, no, I, look, I can't predict. I told you I can't predict the future. I, I couldn't predict your here. team was going to give me seven yeah. and a half million dollars. What did you want me to yeah. do? Now, this is his agent is, you know, his agents telling him what to put out of this. We all know that he already had a conversation reportedly with Dave Tepper, the owner of the Panthers. An offshore book had him as the number one odds on favor to be the next Denver Broncos head coach. Uh, at this huh? point, he seems like he yeah. might be desperate enough to take that job. Look, anytime we know this, if you at one time coach in the NFL and they're getting ready to hit with violations, go back to the NFL. That's what you do. So Pete Carroll did. That's what you do. You just wait around and like, ah, the NCAA's mad at me to the NFL where yeah. I cannot be punished for any of my crimes. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. So now yeah. we're going to get to, uh, we're going to get to mystery door. Unless wait, you guys so have any more thoughts. So we're still getting to, even though we chose, so we yeah. still I wanted get, both. we still get mystery door. Still get mystery door. So, um. As you guys know, the key to great relationships, whether it's like a romantic relationship or just work relationships, is communication and always being honest with, you know, the people in that relationship. So I think now would be a good time for some honesty. I am upset. I'm oh, upset oh, with, oh. with you guys. Oh, wow. no. Okay, yeah, because, let's air it out, uh, man. Air it out. Last night at, I believe it was 8... 13 p.m. That's okay. so specific. That is when uh, the news came out about the proposed plan oh. for playoff <laughs> seating. Okay. And in the 58 minutes that followed, uh-huh. you guys, just you two, exchanged 39 <laughs> text messages, basically doing what we've done for the first hour of the show. You guys wanted to get a dry run of the debate that ensued from 10 to 10.50 today. Couldn't you, don't you think, guys... You guys knew you guys knew that you would have four hours to Can talk about this. We were aware so, of that. Yes. So why did you feel the uh, need to hash yeah. it out last Here's night? Here's the thing. Oh, Nick's come. upset because he had a date night planned. 
with his girlfriend, mm-hmm. even though she was just in town and they just spent all this time in Germany. Mm-hmm. I think you could have stepped aside to help us for a moment. Help you I, what? I would have stopped texting. <laughs> help you I what? I think if Cody and I, Cody and I would have stopped going back and forth in the text exchange last night if you would have simply responded once. Once. We you needed me to weigh in. No, but I'm just saying. I bet you that would have that would have squashed it right then and there. I but disagree because you weren't also because you didn't respond. Cody and I were just having a normal text exchange back back and forth. Yeah, if but, you would have said, "Hey guys, let's just save it for tomorrow," or or and we would have done. We'd have been done. I shouldn't have to. Then you know, eh, I shouldn't have. Cody to and I are passionate about the topic, about the conversation. Yeah, but, but save the passion. You know, <laughs> we did. But we, we were going to be busy this morning. We couldn't yeah. have our normal pre-show this meeting. Where we but might I don't talk think you need. To, we I don't to think about. you need to debate it in the pre-show meeting either. Just save it for the air. And it, and it turned out fine. I think did it. We didn't get through the whole conversation. Everyone, on the text. Ha- I'll tell you this: the <laughs> one hour of the show, everyone hates Cody and oh, yeah. loves gold. Like, this is no. the most it, no, unanimous decision that we've ever seen. Like, 90 to 10? Probably 90 to 10, but there was there was someone... The 10%, though, thinks gold is a heartless yes. monster. Yes. So, yes. I feel like that makes it, it, it kind of 50-50. And I would say <laughs> I'm closer... The people closer, who hate me don't think I'm a heartless monster. They think I'm say, stupid. I should just say <laughs> that I am closer to... My official ruling is I am closer to siding with gold than I am with you, Cody. <laughs> See? <laughs> but, okay. So is that why you didn't respond to our text, though? Because you no, were on a date I was night? just no. And here's the other problem: is I'm the commissioner for two fantasy football leagues, oh. and so everybody starts texting saying like, well, "Okay, what's the payout's going to be?" So I've got three group chats going, and you guys aren't helping the cause because I'm like, "This is the one that needs to stop." Did you make it overly complicated? You just do win percentage like the NFL. I'm, I told the the two guys in the championship, I go, "You guys decide." If you guys can't come oh, to so an agreement. Oh, so you're a coward. Then, Got it. No, I said you're the you guys, commissioner of the league. It is your decision to decide. I say you guys. You are the decider. That's not. No, I don't run it like Roger Goodell where I'm judge, jury, and executioner. <laughs> I, it is a democracy. So I say you guys are the only two impacted by it. See if you can come to a decision. If you can't, then I will mediate one for you. They came to a decision. I saw what a lot of leagues are doing, though. And, and this actually, I think, it's is a percentage. fair. Yeah. Well, there, a lot of them are saying if the game would have been made up, then they would have re- you know, they would have added the remaining yeah. points in. But because it didn't, then it's it's what it, it's what it is. I've seen a variety. So, Some so people did my, like the you get 70% of the expected points or 60% of the expected ooh, points so and what, then decide the final. We have to, we're hashing something out in my dynasty league, but it's a super flex, so you got two quarterbacks. I have... Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, Stephon Diggs, and Devin Single. Half my team well, yeah, is in that game. So. I think 70% of expected. So, no, Points. what we're doing is we are adding the Week 18 totals. It's either Actually, it's going to be voted on. Either we're adding the Week 18 totals or we are just I completely mean, running it back for a, a, a brand-new matchup in Week 18. Yeah. But I was down by, like, 50 points, so, like, I'm not exactly going to accept that outcome that's why i said i saw people who were doing like in this league we don't hand out participation trophies like you want them to do in the nfl oh uh, yeah well at least in most leagues they make decisions versus force other people to do it even though they're democracy oh you mean democracy you're a boss Bosses oh, you want me to be in charge. Di- oh you want me to be a dictator is what you want no you didn't say i'll take your input you said you make the decision because i'm scared i didn't say i was scared i said you no. guys make the decision because you guys are the ones who are affected so i don't feel like other people should have says in this you're also impacted you're the commissioner i'm not impacted financially <laughs> See, I, I actually listen to people. I don't just make decisions willy-nilly and then, and then accuse everybody else of being heartless. I didn't call anyone heartless. I wasn't talking about you. Oh, sorry. Is that what you thought I was saying? <laughs> oh, man. Coming up next, Pete Sweeney, our Chiefs insider from Arrowhead, probably going to join us uh, in the studio. We'll talk, of course, about uh, the latest news from the NFL on this and also get his thoughts on where we're at with the special teams unit, a little bit more specific to the roster. I know we haven't talked a whole lot about that right now, but uh, there's some injuries out there. We'll get to that next. 
You're listening to Cody and Gold, brought to you by Gan Asphalt and Concrete. For asphalt, concrete, and parking lot maintenance, Gan Asphalt and Concrete. One contractor, all things parking lot. Trusted in Kansas City since 1994. Online at gannasphalt.com. Don't miss Alex's That Betting Show every Thursday night at 7 o'clock. Right here on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.